separated. Rock and roll! Yeah, baby. Offspring in the house, man. Remember them? I do. The 515 coming at you guys live. We got A-A-Ron, Mr. Matt, a couple Word. of regular guys with a fantasy football problem, and uh, we got like a fucking live audience in the house tonight, This is kind of cool. Shit. We got, uh, we got the wifey in the house, always uh, chilling, doing her thing with her uh, Big ups. Aperol spritzer. We got the dog on the couch, Fifi. He's already passed out. He was excited because... Uh, his aunt Chris is over here. Holla, sister-in-law on the couch, chilling. We got two Towson alumni over there hanging out. Two Tigers. Back-to-back weeks, ladies and gentlemen, of the 515 with two Tigers on the couch. You're right. Roar. Yes. Welcome. And then our uh, our special uh, guest host with us tonight, my cousin, Joey Soroka in the house. Joey, join Welcome, us. Welcome, Joey, to the show. Oh, it's Joe Schmoogie Boy. How are we doing? Oh, man, we're good, buddy. I'm glad you're here. In from in town from Medina, freshly graduated from Salisbury University. Uh, Go Seagulls. I mean, we typically do our corona check-in, but uh, I looked, how, how are you feeling, man? You're a graduate. What's uh, what's what's that feel like? Especially in, in fucking corona land. Like, well, I can tell you it sucks living in my parents' house. That's not too much fun. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, I'm getting on. I got a job going on. I'm, okay. I mean, I got Dude, I've family. moved out of my parents' house four times. So, <laughs> just don't even worry about it. You'll figure it out. You're good to go. It's like yeah. a bag and you just keep yeah. going back. Everybody here has lived at Donna's house, I think, except for you and Aaron. So, yeah, it, mm. don't worry about it. You're good. Oh, yeah, you're good. <laughs> you're good. I might be on my way there. But, hey, man, you graduated and you have a job. That's impressive as shit. I feel like there. I mean, first of all, there's a lot of people in the world that don't have jobs right now with everything going on. True that. You are a fresh graduate out of college, and you somehow got a job. How'd you uh, manage that, buddy? Yeah, who do you blow for that? <laughs> Thankfully, nobody. <laughs> uh, well, it, it kind of uh, it was a good opportunity that came way before Corona started and everything. You know, I had this set up way back in November. So, you know, once Corona hit and I started seeing some of my friends that I was graduating with saying, like, shit, I don't have a job, I don't have anything right. going on. I was like, well, like, fuck, I'm kind of in a good place. I've had this set up for months now, and thankfully they were saying, like, hey, we're not going to push back your start date. We're going to go in with everything just as planned. So I've got a nice office set up in my basement. I wake up, get my coffee, go right in the basement, put my blanket over my legs, and I start my day. I don't have to drive anywhere. It's pretty fucking perfect. All right. I feel like you are, like, the true awesome millennial. Like, hey, I'm still in my parents' basement, but I got a job out of my parents' basement, bitches. What? Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking A right, dude. I am impressed. Well, as a man that likes to celebrate things, we uh, we like celebrate. to celebrate this thing on uh, the 515 here. It's called... We, you, you got to experience the pre-show shot. No, that's for my sister-in-law. I poured that for you, girl. Oh, yeah. Very this few is, people get to take part in the pre-show shot. what we shot. like to call the BSS, the beginning show shot. So We have names for a lot of things Yeah, on this. so you will see there are more shots. My sister, Chris, I won't make you take all of these, but you got to at least take the first one. So. All right. To the podcast, to family, to live audiences, to good times. The BSS, ladies and gentlemen. Put them up. Yeah. That was successful. Yeah, that worked. That worked. Whew. So, all right. Well, we got a little check in there with Joe. Hey, hey Ron, uh, can I get your Corona check? A little temperature. I won't. I promise. I'll stick the thermometer someplace comfortable. It's none of your goddamn and, uh, business. What? Okay, fine. Is that how you want to roll? Yeah, we're gonna. No, go man. That you've been you've been to the bar like twice. I feel like in the last two weeks, you celebrated two fortieth two fortieth birthdays this week. Like, That's where we're at in life. Yeah. Fortieth fucking birthdays like yeah. the backside yeah like everybody's dying now like we we live up to 40 <laughs> this is and it, then huh? it's like this you're, the, you're the toast yeah the now just shit's gonna start happening and you're speaking what is that right <laughs> yeah yeah why is that on my knee now i don't know is that cancer i don't know so you're telling me i got like a month and a half enjoy to it enjoy it, it. All yeah. Right. Got, yeah you're I'm, fucked i'm gonna be doing it up the next month and a half ladies and yeah. gentlemen please do Four zero. Clock is uh, ticking. It's approaching closely. So, all right. But what's it? What's it? What's oh, on a positive note. Yeah. Well, first of all, I, I want to hear your story in a second. But what's it like? First of all, just being out in the world. Like, is everybody wearing masks? Are people not wearing masks? Are people like people just totally fucking treating? Go like back they're... to what they know. Yeah. Immediately. Yeah. Nobody's learned anything. Which is why we're all gonna have a fucking second wave of corona. Oh, absolutely. Nobody's learned about. anything. Yeah. yeah if, I, so, if you don't mind me chiming in right here, come last on in. Week, I was at a bar in Pasadena, Mike's Crab House. First time opened back, open since Corona started and everything. Yeah. And they have an outside bar, outside scene. They let all that happen, but the bar has 
absolutely no limitations. Yeah. Nobody was wearing masks. There were cops sitting there the whole time, and the bar got they got shut down. Like they got a huge fine from the county. And well, because it was they illegal that then. Yeah. They got in a lot of trouble for it. Well, fe- when did I mean did five p.m. today okay. opened this was, up? Yeah, this was yeah. like two weeks, two like two okay. weeks ago to the day on last Friday. That's crazy. Before, Friday before last. Well, I mean, look. I almost didn't leave the bar. Just to see that. Well, part of the all right. Well, let's now let's inform everybody. If you, let's break down your. Uh, so you're at uh, Ma, not Monty's Malloy's over in Crofton, Maryland. You're mm-hmm. sitting there. You're chilling, and all of a sudden, here come the news cameras. Oh yes, yes. Uh, so story. today, um, I woke up still drunk. I had to be drunk. Yeah, like, sure. Only six hours sleep after a whole night at the bar. Up till five thirty a.m. Good times. And we go to uh, Malloy's, and then... Um, Speaking of people going back to what they know. Yes. <laughs> See? Yeah. God damn it. Did you just not call the kettle black? Hey, just wow, saying. I just got busted in my own game. <laughs> go ahead. Fucking A. My bad. Continue Well played, story. sir. That's why I'm your co-host, buddy. I'm here <laughs> yes. to call you, you the You know me out. like nobody else knows me. That's right. We have uh, that special yeah. relationship. All right. It's, yeah, it's, a camera crew shows up to like kind of ask people... I, I think their premise was like, how are you dealing with this? Things opening back up or whatever. Right. So they're in the bar and they're like, uh, does anybody want to do an interview? And I'm like, I'll do it. <laughs> so hell yeah. Guy sets up across the bar. He gets his angle down, you know, like he's trying to get like, like working hard to get in my bad side too. Yeah. Like, Hey motherfucker, this is my bad side. What are you doing? Yeah, Can you shift over? <laughs> this is never going to make it to screen anyway. So why am I even worried about it? But uh, he's like, so how do you feel about uh, you know things opening up? I'm like, oh, this is like good for people to get back together and like see each other again because I feel like that's a very important thing for people right now is to feel connected. By the way, I'm high as shit on edibles. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> the dude's face, he could not have like been like, he could have not expected that in any way. <laughs> and they just shut it down and be like, okay, we're not <laughs> using this. Interview over. The whole camera team left the bar. They're uh, like, if, if this is the start of what we're going to have to deal with, we're just going to stop it right now. This is clearly right not the bar for us. This guy looks uh, like he's the most sober motherfucker here. And the here. best part was seeing everybody else's face when I said that. And they're just, so, they're uh, just trying no. not to die laughing. <laughs> when I, was just, I was just speaking the truth. That was just me in the moment. That is exactly, he asked that question. That's where I was at at that moment. So. Uh, yeah, Good and job. then I put it on Facebook. I think I'm up to like 60 likes on that post. Oh wow! Yeah, That's I'm very so very popular. Wait wait maybe more. 67 likes. Oh, yeah, shit. ladies and gentlemen, check I'm it out. Killing it's it right now. 69. <laughs> yeah, we should start a telethon. Give me the 69. We likes. need two more likes. So just get out there, all you guys. Listen to this yeah. live. Yeah, mom, like we're my not post. Broadcasting this live, you know, do that thing. So, uh, yeah, crazy times at the bar. Dude, That's, it was awesome. great. That's funny. Uh, Are you guys uh, performing veterinary surgery over there? He's got a tick on him. Oh, oh man, that's because we need to get him. We are doing surgery then. Tick medicine. Got to give him his meds. Oh, he doesn't look happy about getting this tick pulled off of him. Mm-mm. Phoenix, Mm-mm. the the dog on the couch is now the squirmy dog on the couch, and he can't quite get himself comfy. Keep picking. Oh, got it. Tick Sweet. is gone, ladies and gentlemen. Eat it. Eat it. As Bob Barker would say, get your t- dogs spayed and neutered, and uh, also get them their tick medicine. Don't fuck around. That yes. shit is serious. Lyme disease is a motherfucker. Mm. Anyways. So, yeah, all right. We got Joey's update. We got man graduating college. How about you, man? College. Uh, backyard bonanza still. We, it's, we got a patio, yo. It and, is tight. We got, we got a pool. Like, I mean, it's not totally all It's a pool. It's a pool. But there's it's a, a patio with a pool, and it is happening. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. Like it, you can start to see the vision of the backyard and everything. So it's coming together. Again, we're gonna be doing a live podcast, the five one five, and every all of our listeners, from all, hammocks, all ten of you guys are totally invited to fucking come and hang out and be a part of the podcast. Yeah. so it'll be great. Hopefully, Joe's gonna share this with all his Salisbury friends, and then we're gonna have like dollar store hot dogs. Twelve for listeners, so all twelve of you guys are also invited. So yeah, we'll fucking grill up hot dogs. We'll make things happen. So. Yeah, Backyard Bonanza continues to go well. Next phase is, oh, the fucking shed still hasn't been delivered. Fuck you. Not Lowe's, but whatever company makes that shit and keeps bullshitting us. My wife has been on, like, hold for, like, eight hours this week. Eight (laughs) hours. Just like she's working. Like, she just works and keeps her phone on hold. Oh, she works while she's on hold. Like, she's literally working, like, doing her job and all that stuff. And just keeps her phone on hold because 
like she has to call Lowe's and then Lowe's has to call the fucking supplier and then the supplier is like doesn't answer Lowe's. So like the Lowe's guy will be like, "Hey ma'am, just want you to know, didn't just hang up on you. Off. Like still fucking here." We did. She did the last guy, David. Shout out to David. Hopefully you're out there in the world listening. Pronounced Bowie. That's right? my so dad's that name. Cool. Yeah, hell, there, David yeah. Disco. I did, he got a side job apparently. As Sweet. A, uh, About time. <laughs> as a spokesperson. I mean, before company. he dies, I need more money than him. But he it, pronounced so. Bowie right, so that was cool. And Casey was like, oh my God, you pronounced Bowie right. He was like, yeah, I'm an East Coast guy. I spent some time in Maryland. So Good for him. Yeah, not David Bowie. It's not all about the Bowie. You know what I mean? Right, babe? Right. Yeah, that's my girl. Party. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Hi, uh, anybody else feel like they can need anything off their chest? Any in? Anyone? Any in? No? Sister-in-law, you good? You chilling? We're happy to have you here. You feeling good? Happy to be here. All right, good. Welcome to the party, Thank you for uh, finding the tick on my dog, so. Yes. (laughs) I appreciate it. Tick on top. (laughs) 2.0. Well, (laughs) I believe it's time to get into that recap, son. All right. Which uh, means it's time for the recap wrap. You want to, you, you ready? I believe I'm ready to wrap. Are you guys ready to wrap? I'm ready to wrap. Let's wrap. All right. Let's make this happen. Ooh, yeah. A little piano. A little smoothness. Maddie and C on the beat. Oh, yeah. Ooh, coming foxy from the Ooh, there's a little bit. We're not there yet. We got to let it chill a minute. Then I got to get the flow for let a second. marinate. The recap rap, keeper edition. Mr. Matt here, and I'm on a mission. Help you to choose, help you decide. Who should you keep? Who should be denied? Do you want a sleeper, late round value pick, or roll with the vet when your dog gets sick? McCaffrey or Saquon, the price is steep. Unless Drew Curry makes it right, a brand new Jeep. Maybe you did well, got Lamar Jackson late. A top two QB, well, after round eight, Kareem Hunt. Might be another jam, but with the chub around, he might get hard again. Gallup is intriguing, so is AJ Brown. But Lamb's a new toy, and Tannehill might slow down. Some guys charge teams, one does that mean? Gonna be super dud, what with a new team? Downgrade Hooper, hey, it's the Browns. Hurst in Atlanta, I like how that sounds. Hopkins on the radar because he's a stud. A stealth fighter in Zona or a desert dud. Will Rivers find new life? Either way, don't keep him. Quarterback is too deep. If you do, you're reaching. Maybe you grab a rookie RB like Miles Sanders or David Montgomery. Devin Singletary might be in for a year. And Madison might be the man if cooking here. Josh Jacobs look good. He might get better. Will Daryl Henderson start or will he be fettered? What about teams rolling with new coaches? Will it burn your finger like leftover roaches? Riverboat Ron in the nation's capital. More popular than Trump, which ain't that radical. America's team, the greatest in the land. We'll see if it works, the new Jerry Jones plan. Keep losing to Green Bay in the playoffs. Hire the old coach, pyramid scheme like Madoff. Mr. Matt rules when it comes to rap. But will Matt rule help them Carolina Cats? Don't forget about New York and Joe Judge. The whole NFC East mixed up like some fudge. Last man standing in the city of Cleveland. Kevin Stefanski got them Pollocks believing. So lots of factors come into your choice. What round, what team, who will make you rejoice? The end of the day, that's all that you wish. Help me find a keeper who helps me win the ship. And if that ship ends up sinking, probably cause your keepers were straight up stinking. That was okay. Boom! <laughs> Keepers, y'all. Keepers, y'all. You never disappoint. Hey, thanks, buddy. I appreciate that. No, thank you. <laughs> I shout out your boy, Riverboat Ron. Uh-huh. You know, give him some love. I did, In writing this rap, I realized the entire fucking NFC East has new coaches except for the Eagles. Holy shit, they do. Yeah. Wow. That's funny. See, when you write a rap, you sit down, you write things, you're like, holy you study. crap, it fucking hits you. Like, damn. Holy rap? Is yeah, that a holy, holy crap? Rap. Um, and I, I, gotta, I ain't going to lie. I, I was proud of the, I don't know if you guys probably caught on to the, I didn't mean to hype myself that Matt rules. I did rap. hear you promote yourself, <laughs> Matt. Yeah, but yeah. Matt Rule is the new coach of the Carolina Panthers. Uh-huh. So that's why I said, uh-huh. Mr. Matt rules when it comes to rap. 
but will Matt Rule help them Carolina Cats? Okay, okay. Oh, shit, he just went there. Bitch. Over my head. I couldn't even, my brain can't even you, understand yeah, it. Yeah, well, you're hammered. And, yes, and, I'm wasted. Yeah, I mean, the rest of you guys probably don't follow football. I didn't even know who Matt Rule was. <laughs> I didn't know that he was a coach. I had to look that up. So was the I, I, first I time I've ever heard yeah, his name exactly. in my life. <laughs> exactly. Well, he, he is the new coach of the Carolina Panthers. He Congratulations, was a, He Matt was Rule. a college coach, so I think that's another reason that nobody knows who the fuck he was, but... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, you got their uh, old guys. How do you how do you feel about that? We'll kind of jump into the recap here. We'll just recap a little bit about that. How do you feel about Riverboat Ron coming in? Or is Dwayne Haskins gonna start? Are you guys gonna start? What, I don't what care. The, I'm so like I'm just predispositioned God, you, you to just not fan. care. Yeah. Like, when did that happen? Matter. When do you feel like that happened? Like, okay, when Dan Snyder became the owner, it was exciting because he was spending a lot of money on. Agents. That's how everybody felt with the Orioles, with uh, fucking Angelos, Angelos yeah, right? Yes. Yeah. And uh, then it just was a pattern of failure. So you just kind of they mortgage the future so many times for like individual guys, and then it just gets to the point where you're like, eh. why then, would I expect anything good? And then like that's what starts to make me like, oh, the stadium isn't the worst ever. But then it's a, it's shit a shitty stadium. team, and then you're like, and it's a shit stadium, and I can't fucking get out of here after like three hours of yeah, fucking you, sitting. In well, traffic. now you can because but nobody goes. That is so, true. Like, <laughs> that is, that is a, that, there's a silver lining. There, there were tickets going for under ten dollars last season. That's crazy. That's just they're trying like silly crazy. Hey, let's talk to the Ravens fan over there. <laughs> How are you guys feeling? From a fan perspective, too, I have plenty of friends who are Redskins fans, and they, they're from Baltimore, and they go to Ravens games, and they say the tailgating aspect of Redskins games is absolute shit. They say they don't have they don't have as much they don't have a hype factor. There's not much fun to it, so they're almost kind of like, oh, we're a bad team. Like, not, it's not even like the Bills where like. You're a bad team. You got crazy motherfuckers. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at least they have that. Yeah. Like, no, I, I, the Redskins yes. games are just not their brand. It's I think not that's that one thing the Redskins have never embraced, and it's probably you know part of it's like you shouldn't embrace shittiness, but I mean there's <laughs> there's a, a beautifulness to Buffalo. Like mm-hmm. they have not ever been good. They're, they're the perennial losers, but yes, exactly. <laughs> there are these people that are fucking diehard Bills fans and. And they go down as like these fans, whereas Redskins fans are like, hey, yo, I'm gonna fucking go tailgate with my Ravens fans. Bless you, Phoenix. We love you. But was that hey, the dog? Yeah, it was a dog. Oh, bless you. Oh, here oh, you go. He's uh, 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 about uh, to do it again. Uh, 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 he held it in. Okay. All right. Fake this out. Yeah. We love you. Oh, boy. We love that little blank baby. Oh, my God. Yeah. Maybe even Cleveland Brown fans still show up. Yeah, I mean, I mean Cleveland Browns. That, so that's another one I, I thought that was interesting. They got the new coach, um, Joe Judge. No, no, Joe Judge was the New York coach. Who's the Browns coach? The new Browns coach. Let's. Book, Are you going to recap the, the recap? Let's rap. recap on my recap rap here and see who the new Browns coach was. Kevin. Oh yeah, the Polak. Kevin <laughs> Stefanski. Crazy fucking Polak. That's what I find with. that offensive. Hey, I'm a Polak. I'm allowed to say that. I'm half Jewish and part Polish. Could you not? say that stuff Continue. are we doing the uh, celebrity interview early oh, yeah, just <laughs> oh, yeah. you're just you're just getting ready you're prepping yourself so um yeah well i no, do you, what do you think i i guess as far as like the recap goes what do you think for you is the biggest factor in that key in the keeper like what what is your number I mean, just one value. i mean you always want value. running backs okay so value so that's it, it. one yeah. word value yeah. joey what's your the number one thing you're thinking of with a keeper. You can also say value if you think of, but like um, one word, keeper. What what do you value think? and I think one that's overlooked is healthiness. Oh, okay, I like okay. That. I think that's, that's good. That's you, a, like, you, you you don't you don't want to spend all your chips on this one guy in the first two three rounds if he's gonna be missing four or five games every single season. I've had two that years in a row. I, I, yeah. In the end, I think that just completely screws you over. I've had two years in a row where like we started keeping two keepers in this one league. And my second keeper has gotten hurt, like mm-hmm. in preseason or right at the beginning of the league, and it kills you. So mm-hmm. yeah. that's a that's an excellent point, like healthiness. And I know you can't always predict healthiness, but at least history of injury and exactly. stuff like that. I think. Now I do think uh, as we move into the uh, dirty, dirty here, because it's time for the dirty, dirty. 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 Dirty, 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 dirty,
transactions, things that you, we think you can make, free agents you, we think you should pick up, guys you, we think you should start, those kind of things. The recap. By the way, don't listen to any of it yeah, because no. we're wrong all the way through. Yeah, just, just like most fantasy fucking football yeah. prognosticators and just follow your heart. But listen to us because we're funny or some shit like that. But yeah, we have value. What uh, I'm gonna I, so basically, I, I thought the way we would do the dirty, dirty here instead of it's too hard to talk about specific keepers. Maybe we can talk about a couple specific specific names, but we can. <laughs> hey, you ladies in the background, <laughs> can't be making my drunk ass co-host over here laugh. He's trying to be serious, and he's I'm not very to- serious. Toad serious right now. You guys are getting the so live serious. podcast. That real shit. The way I thought Sorry, we would. Where are we? No, it's cool. I, this is what's going to keep it real. It's going to be organic, is because you guys course, have no fucking what idea do. what I'm going to talk about. But I, I thought we would just kind of go through some questions about keepers. It's it's hard to get specific because every league's different. You know, keepers have different values. Like you might be in a league where court, you can start quarterbacks or flex. Exactly. So it, it gets a little complicated to talk about specifics. But I thought we could talk about some general things. So. My first question to you, I know, Joe, I know you're in a non-keeper league because you're in one with me, and I'm sure you're in a keeper league. Hey, Aaron, I know you're in a keeper league, and you've been in I non-keeper am. leagues. So, I, first of all, do you like it? Do you like keeper leagues? Yes. Like, yes, you do. Because you can cash in on a good decision, you know? Right. So, it rewards. Yeah. Uh, uh, there's an adjective that I want to say, but I can't think of it right oh, now. Yeah, but fine. it would have been good. I'm going to call you the thesaurus today. Yes. Joe, in do you my, like it? Um... I mean, like I said, I've never been in a Shrewdness. Oh, you're not? Oh, so you're, you've I've, never I've, been in a keeper league. Oh, my bad. Okay. Never really? Never have. Dude, never get have. in. So do you, so then, yeah, so what do you? I mean, I've always been interested in seeing what it would be like to be in a keeper league, but as you've seen how I've drafted in the past, I like to draft a lot of rookies. I like new players. I like a new team every year. Which I, I feel like, like would be huge in a keeper league. Yeah. Yeah, middle rounds. I mean, go when you're getting, I mean, you're getting those, running backs. You're, you, I mean, you think you're drafting them early, but you're getting these guys in the sixth and seventh. And like our, the one league we're in, you get to keep keepers for two years. So, okay. granted, even their first, their next year, they might not be good, but by that second year, they're great. And now you have a starting running back that's going in the first round, in the fifth round or sixth round, and that's a huge advantage. Mm-hmm. I, for me, I, I feel similar to you, Aaron. Like I'm in a couple of non-keeper leagues. I'm in a couple of keeper leagues, and I think. It's fun. It, it rewards your... You stay connected, it, though, to keeper right. leagues. Like, ne- you're like, all right, I want to see what next year does with what. Even though I didn't have a good year, maybe. Like, I still it, have it guys that invest- can carry well, over. Like, I mean, for us, the one league we're in, I mean, we're it's in a league with people I've known since I was seven years old. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's my brother and your brother and... And it's, yeah, it's very it, it's, unfortunate it's, we've known them for yeah, that long, yeah. but I, I you do. some people we don't have a fucking choice to know. <laughs> so in your keeper league, do you? Are you some of us had a choice in the Yeah. Are you required to keep one of that player? Can you trade them away? Once you keep them, yeah. If, if you decide, if you, no, yeah. You say you, you decide like this is gonna be my keeper for two, three years, whatever. Then you start going downhill, like yeah. You can all. I mean, you can drop a keeper. You get like in our league. <clears throat> the way it works is, I mean, if you drafted this guy, then you lose that pick. So you drafted one, you know, back in the day, I drafted Alvin Kamara in the 11th round. I got to keep Alvin Kamara for like two years in the fucking 11th round. That's bank, a killer. That's in. a killer. That's a you're right, going to have exactly. to draft him again. That's huge. I, I, it, you're, it, that's like your Tony Gonzalez. No, I, know, Eric. I, totally, yeah. I might end up drafting him again. <laughs> you might have to. First round pick, but we'll see. But now we've added two keepers. So that adds another element where I think we, before we saw guys going really for value. People would try and get those guys later. Now that we have two keepers, we see a lot of one value pick. And then guys, I mean, half of our league usually doesn't have a first round pick because people want that stud, you know? And that kind of leads me to one of my next questions is what is more important to you as a, like, and again, maybe you're in a league where you have two keepers, so it changes it. But if you only had one keeper, would it be more important to you to get the value? So get that. Rookie running back that you get to keep in the twelfth round that might be the starter. Or not, so he's not a rookie. This is his second year. He might be the starter. He might get carried. You're like potential to proven track and, record. And you're only losing a twelfth round pick, or do you keep Alvin Kamara in the first round, or do you keep uh, you know Saquon Barkley in the first round? I go like, for the late round, like if he's so got that, potential. If you only have one keeper, you would yeah. you think that value is more important to you. Mm-hmm. No, I, 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 I'm curious. I mean, if so. I know you're not in the keeper league. I'm kind of confused by your question. Is it almost like you're saying that someone that's like well established and is on their way out? So last year you drafted Saquon Barkley with your first overall pick. Okay. And then in the sixth round you drafted Miles Sanders from the Eagles. Now Miles Sanders is looking like a first or second round pick this year. Like he's looking like a good guy for the Eagles. Would you rather have Miles Sanders as your second round pick, or would you rather have Saquon Barkley, who's probably a top two if not top one running back, and lose your first round pick? 
100% safe on Barkley. Okay, so you would value the stud. I safe on and I think that shows also that he's, hmm. he's a person that hasn't competed in the keeper league. I think that's how I feel. Give me the sure thing. Like, I mean, in our league, I'm thinking about Tony uh, or uh, Travis Kelsey. Give me the guy in the second round that, I, like, I'd rather waste a second round pick. Like, instead well, Kelsey's of like, a different thing because he's a, the leader of that it's position. A different position. You've I got agree. that lock you're right, now. You're right. You're right. No, that's a good point. Where running backs can it's kind of pop and off and out again, of Scar's position, too. Well, and I think yeah, that's yeah. what's interesting about fucking keepers. Is it. You fuck it, keepers? You know, <laughs> when you fuck keepers, <laughs> shit gets crazy, you know? Like, it gets wild. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. You have to start questioning Lock it this down, and bitches. thinking about that, and things get wild. I mean, <laughs> I am a keeper, so. I've always been a keeper. I fuck a keeper. I mean, got I'm married fast. to a keeper. That's what I meant. <laughs> Didn't say. Both, I guess. <laughs> we we have sex, so. <laughs> what? Not anymore. <laughs> Maybe not tonight. <laughs> That's fine though. It's cool. Yeah. Well, let's go all last, right? <laughs> Good time. Oh, keepers. We got yes, yes, oh, keepers. Keepers. It can mean so many different things. So many different things. All right. Let's see. What else do I got here for? Uh, okay. One of the other questions I thought. Um, our, so our league is a the one you and I are in together is a two keeper league. We've been in one keeper leagues. I've never been in a dynasty league. What what do you think? What do you prefer? Do you like a one? Do you like the idea of two? Do you like the idea of five? Do you like the idea of a uh, dynasty where you get to keep the whole team? I don't know because I haven't done a dynasty league. We I like the idea of it. I agree. We need to try one so we can barely because you can this. like it's like the franchise mode in like NBA right, Live. Like you get like to we build your team over years. Which you said. I mean, basically, when you have... You're running your own franchise. Yeah, exactly. I mean, but like you said, it rewards yeah, your picks. Shrewd rewards management. Your exactly. The shrewd. We're still popping beers, word. bitches. That's how we roll. We're always popping beers. Salsa. Always. It's a mango seltzer. <laughs> Damn, there's a mango one? We're going to take a 10-second break for the advertisement of... Um, mango one. Corona Hard Seltzer. Brought to you by Corona. Oh, you here even wearing a Corona shirt? Oh my God, we should. Oh, that's right. Corona. <laughs> Anybody that works for Corona that listens to this, just holler, man. We got like a guy in a Corona. Yeah, shirt we need money. We need money bad. Seriously, we'll just anything. We'll, we will pimp Pennies, out ourselves. Nickels. Yes, <laughs> anything. Coupons. We just want to make this our job. We will sell anything you want. Yeah, kidneys, soul. I mean, whatever. as long as it's not like racist or sexist or no, like hate-filled or whatever, but. Beer is awesome, so we will totally sell any beer or drug or anything like that. We are sponsored by Marijuana and Corona Gold. California Gold and Corona Gold. That's how we roll. Anyways, uh, so how much do you guys allow? Or and again, Joe, I know you're coming at this from not a point, but like even when you're drafting regularly, how much do you allow new locations and new coaches to come into your factor? Like. Is it a super big factor, like uh, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, a, a super talented guy going to a different team, a guy like David Johnson who had a bad year going to a new team where he might have opportunity, a new coach like we know Jason Garrett's going to New York, so they might run the ball more. Uh, McCarthy's coming to Dallas, they might throw the ball more. So, like, how much does that kind of stuff factor into your keeper thoughts? So you, it plays you guys into it. You talked about like, value. You talked about injuries. How much do, do those kind of things play in? Like all of a sudden, you you drafted like you drafted this guy in the eleventh round, and now he's now he's on this team, and he might be the number one wide receiver. Is that like oh okay? I'm I'm contemplating. Well, that opportunity now. like the coaching okay. team, like you look at uh, David Johnson, like you said, okay. like Carlos Hyde, what he did last last year with them. Like he's not the most talented running back. David Johnson is obviously way more talented, and now he's in a run heavy offense, and DeAndre Hopkins is gone. He's a receiving back. So I look at David Johnson as a guy where, you know, I, I go higher than you, I would have with him on the uh, Arizona Cardinals. So See, I th mean, there, there are situational things that, yeah, definitely play into. Exactly. So I feel like that you would argue, like that could be like the deciding factor. Like, okay, I got this guy here and this guy here, but he's in a new offense. Let me, like, so not knowing what David Johnson's getting into Versus knowing what Alvin Kamara is getting into, and now not to say that Alvin Kamara is not more talented. Do oh, he definitely is. Could, but do you think that? Or, but do you think that X factor, like if, if they were equally talented, like this guy's now on a new team? Let me see what he is. That more intriguing to you? Are you are you entranced by the light at the other side? Is the grass greener on the other side, or would you rather have? I guess you. I know Alvin like, Kamara. I know he's in this offense. Like I want that guy, even though like I know his. 
it's here. They, his uh-huh. ceiling and floor. The window, yeah. Whereas the other guy, you're like, I don't know what his ceiling is in Houston. You know, I don't know what David Johnson might do in Houston. I don't know what DeAndre Hopkins might do in Arizona. Is that more intriguing to you, that, that carrot out there? Or would you rather feel more comfortable with, give me the guy. Well, let me ask you a question. Now. Would you rather have Kamara in the first round or David Johnson in the third round? Kamara. Because I, uh-huh. I am a person that, especially when it comes to that kind of stuff, give me tried and true. Like, uh-huh. in my life, I take a chance. I find that crazy girl, and I marry her, and I make her mine, and, you know, you just get wild and stuff. But uh-huh. when it comes to fantasy football, I take that shit like, you know, it's very structured and organized, and I'm crazy. About more it. serious than marriage. Just, is that no, it's like? not more serious. It's just with my marriage, you know, I'm, I take chances. I'm like, hey, this girl's wild, and I can tame her. And, you know, make that shit happen. <laughs> Why is everybody laughing? I don't understand. Cool. Everybody's laughing. The funny thing is that I'm not even wife. looking at her, but I can see the expression on her face. You can feel it? <laughs> yeah, it's burning in the back she of my can, neck. You can I feel it through the shoulder, yeah. through my face. Yeah, I'm gonna need you to move over a little bit to the right, hand so I don't have oh, to sorry. look her directly in the eye right now. So that discussion didn't oh. happen. <laughs> Babe, I love you. I'm just so Alvin Kamara. You know you, my girl. Alvin Kamara, give me that Alvin Kamara. That's because I love Alvin Kamara, though. But no, yes, ultimately, I think, to me, with a keeper, <clears throat> same as like with your first and second round picks, I'm not going to take chances there. I'll, I'm taking my chances in the 10th round. I'm taking my chances in the 12th round. Mm-hmm. Now, again, if I have two keepers, I, you do see me, like, I'll be like, oh, give me Kamara in the first. And then, yeah, I'll take, I took Jared McKinnon one year in the 16th, which seemed like a great idea. And then he fucking tore his ACL and didn't play well, in San Francisco. Well, I mean, so, it, but 16th round. That's a kick around. Yes, exactly. I mean, you so know, that's, if you get a guy who's possibly going to contribute. I think that's what's interesting about once you add, like. Most like, 16th rounds you cut before the season even starts. Well, and that's why I asked you guys earlier about the if you only had one keeper, what would you really feel? So you, t- you felt like me. You would take the more. No, actually, you said you would take the value guy, whereas Joe and I said we would take, give me the stud. Give me the guy I know that will produce. That's who I want as my keeper. Same with, like, my first and second round pick. I don't need him to win me the league. I need him to not lose me the fucking league. And yeah. I, I feel like that's where you can kind of make your mistakes. So don't mm-hmm. do like Aaron Burns, you bitch. Don't, Even don't though he do made it. it to the finals. I I'm did almost, make it to the Super Bowl. I'm almost feeling kind of contradicting thoughts now towards what I said. Oh, before. we've totally changed his mind. Because, because that's what this I, podcast it, is all about. Yeah, like it, yeah. It, I always do look in my eyes in the offseason moves and whatnot. Like if people are moving to another team, what is the system they're going to? What is their, their ceiling depends on their usage. If they're a good mm-hmm. team and they're a wide receiver, like they're not like they may be getting a lot of passes, but if they're running back, like they're going to be running the ball a lot of times because they're winning. They're going to get twenty touches. So that guy right. in the third round that you pick up, he may be that fucking stud that wins that gets you to win the league. Then that or you look at somebody like Kenyon Drake who See, had horrible usage in Miami man. and then he went to Arizona and they figured out yeah. that they needed to use him in whatever manner that he should be used and right. blew up. Like I, look, he took me to the Super Bowl. The problem with that. I agree with you guys, and I love that. And, like, again, Kamara worked out for me, and I got to roll with that. But it's a dice roll. Like, that's that, that's roulette. Whereas the other ones, blackjack. And, look, I like playing roulette way more than I do blackjack. But in blackjack, you play the numbers, and you play with what you know. And I think if I had one keeper, if I have my first-round pick, that's who I'm playing. I'm playing, yes, it's a 13, but the dealer's showing 16, or, you know, showing whatever. I need to stay because he's going to bust. So – I, I think they have to hit, but it, but again, if you give me two keepers, then yeah, fuck it, I'm gonna put some money on red and some money on double zero mm-hmm. and see what I happens said, like, on the roulette table. One player specifically from this last season that, like, I'm not gonna say that the team he played with has been failing him for years and the system has been failing him, but this was really a breakout year for him was Derrick Henry. Yeah, Derrick Henry, we, he was an Alabama That's stud. That's my keeper. Al- <laughs> Alabama stud right there coming in, and he's just he just never produced like. When you you looked at him and you like this guy is a like he's how do you not he is giant. Well, he was behind um uh, from uh, Dallas. You're running back for a hot minute. Uh, Oh, uh, the guy that he was. It's amazing how quickly you forget running backs. He was like the leading. uh, The you're right. He was the league leading rusher like three years ago. Then went then Cowboy Demarco Murray. Demarco Murray. Yeah. So he's behind him. So he's uh, young for his age because he hasn't gotten the usage. That normally a running yeah, back. Yeah, but get. now he. I mean, but he he runs like a running back. He takes he, a pounding. Yeah. Like he, it's not. I mean, those guys. It's it's the same. You know, people do get on quarterbacks and stuff, but quarterbacks and running backs and line. I mean, those guys get hit on every play, mm-hmm. literally every play. 
and linemen, at least, they're getting hit in an even ground. Like, oh, this is a 50-50 or a 60-40 or 55-45. Quarterbacks, it's usually... 57-43. <laughs> quarterbacks, it's usually 80-20. You are, like, backwards throwing the ball, and this 350-pound dude is hitting your 200-pound ass <laughs> from behind as you're off balance going away. Like, as much shit as we give quarterbacks and they can be prima donnas and stuff, it is... It is probably one of the craziest positions. No, no other position. Like, I mean, I think hockey players are tougher and more have more endurance. I think soccer players are the greatest because they're amazing and fucking soccer players rock. And they have the best and, haircuts. You know, I think basketball players are incredibly athletic, but quarterback is the one position that, other than like rugby players, like you were literally the guy everybody wants to fucking kill on the field. Mm-hmm. Like that is their job is to kill the quarterback. They are targeting and, you every right. single and play. And you don't get to see, like, you know, again, a running back gets the ball and they see what they're running into. A receipt. Now it's similar to like a receiver going over the middle. Maybe like you go over the middle sometimes and you get jacked up and I feel like that is scary. That's yeah. scary. Slot receiver stuff. Yeah. That's scarier than a quarterback getting hit to me just because it's completely blind. Whereas the quarterback, it's usually there's usually at least some guy kind of still on the lineman or whatever, so it's not completely mm-hmm. full on. But it is a it's a crazy position, which is why you shouldn't keep quarterbacks unless you got Lamar Jackson. Find this year's Lamar Jackson. That's what you want to do. Who do you think is this year's Lamar Jackson? Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. No fucking way. Because you're not gonna fucking be able to draft. People drafted Lamar Jackson oh, in like the oh, tenth okay. round or the twelfth round. I think you're talking like year. breakout, like no, next I want, level. I want to see the oh, guy. Who's uh, the guy that you're gonna draft as a quarterback in the twelfth round? That's gonna be a top five quarterback. That's who. Hmm. Who you got? Daniel Jones, maybe. I like Daniel Jones. I think that's a popular one. He's he's shown he can run the ball. He fucking fumbles mm-hmm. a lot, but. And we just don't know what the Giants' offense is going to do. But they're going to be playing from behind. And that that's a key. And, I mean, I had him – I picked him up like once or twice last year. And I happened to pick him up one of the games was when he threw for like 340 and four touchdowns. Yeah. And he fumbled the ball three times. But yeah, he threw for 340 and four touchdowns. Hey, Jameis Winston right. was on people's championship rosters. Right. I mean – Yeah, exactly. So, I, who, what about so – uh, Are we talking straight – Rookies coming in? Not, just, no, just not, so it could be what's his name, uh, I, so the I, Bengals guy. I can't think of his name. I, I, oh, Burrow. Burrow could be a guy. I'm, I think Joe Burrow. This is maybe his third year, but I'm thinking like Trace McSorley. Who the fuck is Trace McSorley? Giants. What does he wait, play? Wait, wait, I'm wait. talking about quarterbacks. Uh, wait, where am I? Who the fuck? I don't know who the fuck Trace McSorley is. I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying his name wrong then. Daniel Jones is the Giants quarterback. That's what we were just talking about. Oh, are you talking about the Jets quarterback? No, no, no. no. Sam Darnold. Penn State. No. From Penn State. Mm. Oh, was he a rookie? Did he just get drafted? He was a rookie last year. Oh, I don't know. Do you know whose team he's on? All right, ladies and gentlemen. We need to do more homework for our podcast. Somebody, yeah. Fucking look that shit up on your phone, dude. Come on, fucking Google it. <laughs> That's what we have Google machines for and oh, stuff. Yeah, find out what you're making your point about over here and see what it is. I like Daniel Jones. I I mean, I, you know, I love Dak. I think he'll be fine, but I think Dak's going to go way too early. I do think mm-hmm. um, Joe Burrow, I, because A.J. Green's fucking legit. He's back. Um, uh, who's their other receiver that's awesome? Ross. Ross is gone. No, not Ross. Who's the other guy, Ben? There was another guy that's legit. Oh. Can't think of. Yeah. But Cincinnati, and then uh, Joe Mixon is still legit. So I, I think he could come in and, and do some damage, and he'd be a guy that you get in the 15th or 16th round that you take a, a flyer on. I think Matthew Stafford's a guy that will go late in, in a lot of drafts. Yeah, he'll is, slide. Will definitely bounce back. I think Aaron Rodgers will probably go way later than he should because people are super disappointed. He's getting old. And they didn't really, like, surround him and with too much help. I can see him back up, too. So wait on fucking quarterback again. And you shouldn't Always. be keeping a quarterback Always. unless you fucking drafted Lamar Jackson. That's the only way you should be keeping yeah. quarterback. Or if you somehow got Patrick Mahomes in, like, the f- I don't know. What, what do you think? Fourth round or later? Third round or later? Yeah. I don't think I'd keep him as a third rounder. No, either. Because somebody else can pop up. Yeah. You I can mean, you can play week by week. Right. Like I'd rather take the chance on the guy in the 12th round that could be Mahomes than Mahomes in the third. I mean, like, I won't draft Lamar Jackson in any leagues. That, Not where he's going to go. Yeah, he's just going to go way too early. Yeah. So, I don't know. I say that now. I'll probably tear into Lamar Jackson. (laughs) Yeah, we'll recap this later. Uh, All right. Uh, Who are you keeping? Uh, On my team? Yeah. 
I'll tell you right now. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's why I asked you, fucker. Josh Jacobs <laughs> in the second and Derrick like Henry it. in the third. I like it. I like it. Running backs, man. Running backs. That's what it comes down to. At the end of the day, bruising running, running backs. backs. You should, should all be keeping work. running backs because running backs. I have Kyler Murray in the 13th, but quarterback, like we just talked about. Deep. I Wide want the running backs. Deep. Running back is where it's at. It's the most shittily paid position in fantasy football. But it's fucking... And that leaves me open for, like, a top-tier wide receiver in the first round. And then I get to have... And you can get, like, shittier wide receivers later on and stuff, yeah. you know? Like, you can make it happen. See, that's what I... Def- I-, I think the most important position is a wide receiver. Because they, they're either... On a well, shitty- the health is... You're more stable with their health. Stable, yeah, but, like, if you're on a shitty team, you're guaranteed... Like, you get... Like, as a running back, I feel like you're guaranteed to run the ball sometimes. So, like, as a wide receiver, if you have a shitty quarterback and whatnot, like, you're just in a bad position. You're not. You're not getting. You're not getting the chances that you would in other places. Okay, I I buy that, but I still. So I mean, I still feel like you could have. You could draft the one number one receiver on a shitty team in like the twelfth round, and that guy might have a few Devontae good Parker. games for you. Exactly, and you can up, plug like, that in. Whereas you're not going to be able to get a running back in the twelfth round unless there's an injury that yeah. that guy's going to be able to plug in, and that's why yeah, I think that's you where can like get running backs get your handcuff. Yeah. yeah, if you're, like, drafting, yeah, keeping they, a guy high. And, you, and there are, look, there's arguments for handcuffs for tight ends now and receivers and quarterbacks. Like, there are yeah. arguments for all of that, like, because it's so, you know, certain posi- – because certain offenses are so good that it doesn't matter who the fuck's running the offense. I mean, you saw Teddy Bridgewater stepped in. He was legit for the uh, Saints last year. Like, didn't – Breeze is great, but Bridgewater right. stepped right in there, and now he's making millions in uh, Carolina. So, I think there's a lot of opportunities for those kind of things, too. True that. All right, shit. That's enough dirty, dirty. We're fucking dirty. We're sloppy with it and shit. Let's, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the famous fantasy five, where we are going to have a famous person interviewed here on the podcast. And usually, I know what the fuck's are going on. Are we supposed on. to do a shot Sometimes this? I know what's going on. No, we did. Uh, Knock in the middle. Didn't we do? Oh, you're right. Hmm. <laughs> Speaking of, we're I off, poured we're it. Off, no, like, I poured yeah. it. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I poured it. I'm not used to this live audience here, but exactly, uh, ladies and gentlemen, a, a shout out to uh, one of our favorite '90 shows, uh, sister-in-law. Would you like another one? Sure. Uh, her shot. Wait, wait, wait. No, that's your shot. Uh, that, uh, Joe, that's your shot glass. Yeah, that's right here. Okay. Casey, are you taking one? Uh, are you sure? On <laughs> a roulette. <laughs> no, what? There's hers. That give me. That's Joe's. I'm sorry, but usually more fluid than this. But <laughs> we are not more fluid than this. This is how we roll. All right. That's well, actually, we are fluid, so we're pouring fluids. All right. Aaron, do you have one? Too? No, I don't. No, that's Aaron's. No, no, I don't think it's you. I've never seen a harder process of giving out shots. Corona roulette, ladies and gentlemen. This is like a Chinese Christmas right here. Let me take that one, and then you give this one. That's because usually it's just fucking Aaron and I, so we're not used to all this. I know. So one of the favorite, our favorite 90s sitcoms, Malcolm in the Middle. This is the Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, you spill on your leg. Oh, my God. Oh, jeez. All right, you know I'm just going to drink it. You're not the boss of me now. Okay, that was completely unsuccessful. Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> what do you mean unsuccessful? We all just took shots. That was totally successful. Screw that. That's the beauty. Like that's all. the beauty of shots. Is uh, it just works, you know? Mm. All that clinking and clanking. That's how we roll. Clang, clang, clang. All right. Well, we've taken care of Malcolm. Oh yeah. <laughs> taking care of Malcolm. It is. It's now. It is time for the famous fantasy five. There are a little interview with our celebrity guests and. Sometimes I know what's happening. Sometimes I don't know what happened. I can assure you I have no idea what the fuck is happening We're just going to see who steps so, to the door. Uh, yeah, we are going to see. So uh, why don't you drop some interview music and uh, we'll so see we're what good? happens. Right. Yeah. You're going to have to introduce our uh, celebrity, though. Hello. <laughs> it's Boris. Oh, my goodness. All the way from Kazakhstan. I am from Kazakhstan. Oh, how are you doing, Bora? I am good. I, I don't know how to control the volume of my voice. How's your, uh, how's your sister doing? My sister, number four <laughs> prostitute in all the Kazakhstan. She still stands there. All right. She hasn't talked to Ten years. Vagina's still tight. Vagina's still do what vagina needs to do. 
She hasn't cracked the top three yet, but no, she'll never get the top three. <laughs> have you, have you experienced the top three? You sound like you're. I have entered two of the top three. Yes, thank you for asking. They were not cheap. That's why I live in a jeep. Oh, Borat, what have you been up to? I feel like I haven't talked to. We haven't seen you in a while. Are you? Are you still in news media? Are you still? Are you like? I've been on the cover. Like I do things on my own. Oh, are you a spy? I am. Oh, I am. I, 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 I probably shouldn't tell you that because now I've exposed myself. I feel like I saw this on Netflix. I have exposed myself though. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen the whole episode, so don't tell me. Oh don't, yeah. Don't don't uh. Don't that's that cost extra. <laughs> Oh, but I, I, I do. I would like you to tell me like one not joke. Do you have any not jokes up your uh, up your sleeve? Oh, you want a knock knock joke? No, not a knock knock joke. A not joke. A not not joke. No, a not joke. My mother had an abortion. That's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> She's she made lots of jokes, and then she said, "I don't want a Jewish baby," and she took a coat hanger, and then she took baby out of her vagina. Is that the joke? At some point, you're supposed to say not, I think. Oh, knock, knock. <laughs> not. Oh, not. not. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, missed, I was not understanding what you're talking about. There is Can a we little, start over? There's a little bit of a language barrier. A little disconnect, yes. Sometimes it's Language not. barriers does come into play sometimes. That's, that's why the Nazi trying to exterminate the Jew. Because it's just somebody didn't say thank you, and then they tried to kill everybody. Is that that kind of explains it yeah. all for you, huh? That's it. That's that's what that, it came down to. That's what they teach in Kazakhstan. Yes, they do. So are you still uh, residing in Kazakhstan? Is that where you live? I you? went back. I, I tried to live in Denver, Colorado, for a little bit. <laughs> too cold. Too cold. <laughs> Not, not your. Uh, I mean, they have legalized weed there, though. I mean, I know you're more of a heroin. Yes, I do guy. like. <laughs> you know, I like the edge. Yeah. <laughs> That's more of what. Speaking you're... of which, you know anybody? I I came a long way to be in this interview, and I, I wasn't able to bring any heroin on the plane. You sound like Borat anymore, but that's I don't okay. know. So I think you do need some heroin. I do, yeah. <laughs> well, we just say no to drugs unless it's marijuana or alcohol. Of course, or, yeah. Actually, yeah. we're actually we're for legalization of all drugs because drugs are not a criminal problem; they are a no well, people problem. problem. Yes, yes, exactly. So. I do. I would like to ask you about your ass pussy too. Are you? Do you still? Oh, my ass pussy. Yeah. Yes, do, you, do you still like? Are you manscaping well, it's your ass pussy? with the lack of toilet paper? <laughs> so my ass pussy is uh, still uh, it's moist. <laughs> Joe, do you have any uh, questions for our guest Borat here? I'm, I don't think so. I'm <laughs> no. <laughs> no. I welcome any question you have to ask me. Uh, I know you're not used to talking to women, but uh, we in, no. Amer in America we allow our. Women Usually to in my country, <laughs> you kill women if they're born, because they are Satan's children. Do you, either of you ladies have a question for Borat? No. All right. Well, it's nice to meet you, oh, ladies. Man, I, you would not exist in my country. Oh, Borat, so you, yeah. you still reside in Kazakhstan, correct? That's correct. Do, do you plan on visiting America soon? I own America. Do, do you want to come here? Do you want to come see us? I would love to live in America. It's a, uh, actually, no, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm going to go back to Kazakhstan. I'm, I'm good. Thank you for asking, though. <laughs> this shit's gotten a little wild. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, eczema. Donald Trump is our president. Yeah. I know. I know. When you first came to America, he hosted a reality show. Yes, he called, was. I was uh, on. I, were, were you on? No, it? that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for believing me. <laughs> I thought I missed that episode. Oh, God, my head hurts. <laughs> All right, Borat. Are you okay? You need an aspirin. <laughs> I may need an aspirin. All right. I brought oh three God. with me. You can have two of them. Are you sure that's aspirin, dude? Mm, that doesn't we'll look see. like aspirin just, just put it in your vein. <laughs> All right. Take Maybe. two and call me in the morning, as the doctor's saying. <laughs> 
ladies and gentlemen. Oh, God. All the way from Kazakhstan, Mr. Borat. I don't know what the fuck his last name is. Kazakhstan. <laughs> Thank you for having me. We will uh, definitely catch up with you again, Borat. All right. I look forward to it. <laughs> All right. Woo, buddy. That was... Uh, Man, I didn't uh, look at you. You you always find a w- way to pull out the stops. You find uh, you always get on the. Horn I'm, I'm broadening my scope. Yeah, I'm like, like you know, just plug. Did you, know, you have to like go through his agent to get him? Or? Yeah, that was a long journey. Yeah, I yeah. imagine. Like there are stories that uh, over there and shit. You don't want to know what I had to go through to pull that <laughs> like, off. Talk about blowing a guy. You ever <laughs> well, blowed, yeah. a, blowed a camel? Jesus. By the way, I'm hooked on heroin now. So. <laughs> Two humps are better than one. Yeah. <laughs> Kazakhstan, number one heroin in the world. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all right. You like a needle. Oh, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe that uh, we have come to the conclusion here. Do you guys, Joe, how'd you feel about your first 515 pa- fantasy football podcast? Well, I got to tell you, just like Aaron said at the beginning of this podcast, I am high as shit because I <laughs> took one of them brownies too. <laughs> yes. I remember any of this. Yes. <laughs> Oh, sister-in-law, did you enjoy the show? It was very good. <laughs> very good. entertaining. Wife, I love you. I love you. Dog, I love you. I love you. Let's try this dog. Hey, Aaron. Hmm? I love you. I love you. And on that note, <coughs> I believe it's time. That's, that's my sister-in-law. Oh, yes. She's got that one. Let me hit the vape. Oh, God. Pull together. Pull together. It's time for the boys to the men. The end of the road shot. So we go to the end of the road. Nailed it. I don't like it at all. It's so yummy. <laughs> yummy. Hey, Aaron. Outro. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for joining us. We are the 515, a couple regular guys with a fantasy football problem. Guest host Joey Soroka in the house. Mm. Very glad you're in the family. Can't believe you married my brother. Mm. And my wife, Casey. Mm. And my brother from another mother. Mm. My co-host, A.A. Ron. Just kidding. I love my brother. He is awesome. He's just a pain in the ass, as I'm sure you know. And he's lucky to have you. That's all I want you to know. He's very lucky to have you. Treatment yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pain in the ass. <laughs> and the right. note and the show in the silent treatment. That's it. Shh. He is a killer motherfucker. <laughs> Keepers. <laughs>